Hello, welcome to The Opinionistics. I'm your host, John Milone. As for our guest, we have living currently in New York, but is currently originally from the Czech Republic. I give you Yuri Janosek. Actually, very well pronounced. Most American people like don't really do it, but so, you know, kudos to you. Oh, thank you. I, I always assume with lots of European languages that the J make, usually makes the Y sound, so sorry, that's my perfectly assumptions, whatever. You don't actually want to know what it sounds like in Czech because you wouldn't be able to pronounce it, so so let's stick with, let's stick with Yuri. Okay, all right, cool, cool. So, uh, tell, tell me about what you do. We've uh, met a bunch of my friends. We decided already uh, quite a while ago, uh, let's say early COVID start times, uh, we started wondering how is it possible that literally everyone keeps moaning about wasting their time in meetings, uh, yet we didn't really see anyone trying to solve it. And we were wondering, like, how is it possible that, you know, they're, they're not millions, they're billions in, uh, in that you know, time in terms of salary. Uh, and n- no company really tried to, you know, find any solution. Uh, <laughs> you know, as we've developed many ways and we've researched it and we've, we've, you know, came up with the first version of our product and we actually saw how people, you know, use it and how they behave. We actually uh, got to learn that it's an Im- it's an extremely complex issue, and I can now see why not many that many companies are trying to solve it because it's really hard to solve. Uh, and um, and uh, by the way, it has already changed because the COVID and the and the uh, the rise of the hybrid uh, hybrid work and you know remote office and the uh, and the amount of meetings that people have and the you know, mental p- pressure that it brings, inclu- resulting in burnout and people leaving their jobs. It has actually, uh, you know, brought a lot new startup projects trying to somehow <laughs> fix the amounts people spend in Zoom calls and, you know, Google Meet calls um, with very um, dubious results, uh, as far as we know. So it's an, in, 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 you know, it's a, really extremely interesting topic and the more we dive deeper and deeper the more we see it's super complex uh, a lot of psychology uh, a lot of social issues and it involves so 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 that's what we do we in general the mission is how the hell come up with something that would help people spend less time in meetings so that they actually have time to do their job okay yeah I like that. Very, very good concept. So, so what in turn inspired you to create Aimful.io? Well, we we have um, we also have a we have a background in like entrepreneurship because we've done businesses before, and uh, we also share some passion for behavioral psychology. So we behavioral psychology and for like coaching and therapy and. Uh, you know, thinking about people and how to work with people, how to motivate them. Um, so we try to take bits and pieces from everything, and um, and that's where 
how we started. We actually started with very, something very simple. Our first product uh, was extremely simple. Uh, we we plugged in corporate calendars and we tagged meetings that had no agenda. That was that was it at the beginning. That was it. We tagged meetings that had no agenda, and we with another tag, we tagged meetings that were too large, meaning nine people for more than for more than an hour, which is very difficult to manage such a meeting. So uh, there has to be sort of an alert. So that was all that we did at the very beginning. And uh, because, you know, everyone said, as if, if only every meeting had an agenda, that would solve a lot. And that's where, <laughs> that's where the first learning came. We actually were very successful. In some companies, we, we increased the, uh, the ratio of, of meetings that include an agenda from like 10% to, to 90%. Uh, <laughs> the, the results on meetings, you know, as the meaning like what actually happens there and whether they are more effective and efficient was like literally zero. Uh, so we, you know, this, this MVP only proved that agenda is not what makes a difference. But we had to build it first and we had to, you know, deploy it on several companies to learn it. But then, anyway, that was how how it all started, and uh, and then and then we we decided, well, that's not the end of the world. Let's not give up, and let's come try to you know come up with another hypothesis how to solve it, and and that that's where we you know where we started, and ever since we've kept the ball rolling. Okay, that's great. And what what do you like about creating Aimful? Well, you know that. <laughs> I don't know how, how many times you've interviewed, uh, you know, early stage uh, founders, but the early stage is very tough. Uh, there are definitely a lot of things that I dislike about uh, about uh, the, you know, the early stage. But but there are definitely very intriguing like learnings on how people behave. Enormously interesting lessons learned in terms of how how much it is it different what people say from what they actually do uh i don't blame them from lying of lying i just think people don't even realize and reflect that they when they when they respond to questions they they really actually talk about how they would like to behave instead of how they really behave so so the the number of uh, the amount of insights that we got from um, you know, corporate people that actually proved to be totally wrong was, uh, especially in the early, early stages, early first months was huge. Uh, it took us, that, that, was, a, that was a huge lesson. Um, that doesn't relate only to business, it relates to everything, like how people uh, respond to questions. And, <laughs> and you know, I've, actually this is, you know, something that every seasoned startup founder would tell you and that we did a mistake from the very early beginning that's the, the, the way how to put questions to give questions to people so that they actually respond in a in a in a sort of faithful and honest fashion that's an art in its own and um and we were very naive about this uh but the the, the uh, 
the, the difference between what they say and what's the truth is is really shocking. So definitely, these are things that you know, uh, you know, we love as learnings, uh, and we hope we don't repeat them again. Hmm. All right then, Inc- incredible. And and working with Aimful, what do you think have been the highs and lows? Uh, the someone has said that you know when you another start startup every day is either your worst or your best uh that's it's a tricky question i think you know when they when a company tells you they they want to deploy it that's that's of course uh, a moment when you when you think you you've made it which is obviously uh not true uh <laughs> and there are days when all of a sudden uh there are like five Clients, not not companies, but five individual, five fifteen individual clients who just uh, churn, and you think, okay, like this is it. Uh, <laughs> it makes no sense. Uh, so it's sort of a roller coaster. Um, but um, I think the what makes me happy that even though you know sometimes the the mood and the the energy energy gets lower because uh, because. Um, it's it, it the, the early stage is really hard uh it has never crushed the the team and we always uh somehow manage to stick together and uh you know find a way how to keep going oh yes absolutely and have you have have you thought about starting another business of your own or just sticking to what you have right now we we haven't given up this definitely yet and we uh we are um you know we think we've learned so much and it has already cost us so much so much you know sweat and tears and money and uh, and, and we've learned so much that I, we think it would be a shame to um you know get rid of all that and we would really love to make use of this for for something that somehow tackles the problem in a in an effective way and so we still hope we'll uh, we have either have the solution or we'll we'll uh, we'll get to the right solution that really makes some difference and the difference is difference doesn't need to be huge if we if we save like, let's say to you you work in a corporate world let's say you it, it, you know install aimful and you start using it and it saves you and it saves you one hour per week that's four hour a month that's actually it's not little uh but uh we hope it could save you you know much more uh and uh we're wondering what are all you know all the amazing things that could be created in the time of all those like amazing talented people if only they weren't in uh, ridiculously unnecessary meetings where they, you know, do the emails anyway. <laughs> yeah, of course. So, what what was life for you growing up? Well, I come from Czech Republic, so uh, that m- must be something for, that the American people, you know, it's, it's not something that they can really imagine. Uh, but um, I had nothing to do with business at all. I was just playing soccer, and that was my world. Uh, it was only later that I started studying economics and traveling and um, and adults took a different direction. But it all started very differently. All right, then. So what's your favorite season? Spring, 
<laughs> ah, yes. It always is. The time of the year where all the flowers start to bloom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, as I, yeah, as I'm now here, uh, actually, right now, um, in, uh, like, 199, um, um, there's this, uh, there's, there's a skyscraper right, uh, next to Wall Street, and I'm looking at the, uh, at the sunset, and, I, you know, I hear all the people, like, so waiting for the fall, on, um, I know the fall in New York is beautiful, but, uh, <laughs> to me, fall is, uh, always a little depressing, so, spring is my thing. Great, nice. Would you rather be really hot or really cold? What do you mean? Like, if you had to choose between being in a climate very hot or a climate very cold, which climate hot. would you rather be in? Hot. All right then. Fair enough. What is the most ridiculous fact you know? <laughs> I'm quite sure that as soon as this interview is over, uh, there will be a, quite a few of them uh, popping in my mind. But right now, I can't think of any. Now you caught me off guard. I really don't know. I, did, I think I said something. Ah, uh, oh, I know. Yeah, the, the other day for the dinner, I think there were quite a few, and I can't think of any single one. Sorry. It's all right. It's fine. It's not. It's not easy coming up with something from the top of your head at a very short time frame. Yeah, I, I don't know why I remember. You know, ridiculous. Like you know. Um, useless things like the other day i was passing by the the, the times square and i still remember that the the american debt is almost precisely thirty one thousand two hundred fifty thousand billions. <laughs> so yes i remember some some facts that are totally useless but uh, um, that's wild yeah that's wild <laughs> oh yes there's this counter like this live counter uh it's fun to see it uh it's a little frightening yeah, and uh, it's especially fun observing all the people passing by it, totally ignoring it, even though it's it's them, it's their taxes, not not mine. Yeah. What was the last book you've read? The last book I read. Yep. I'll, uh, it's um, it's the book from um, from Václav Smil. Um, the it's called The Numbers Don't Lie. Uh, the seventy-one stories to help us understand the modern world. I don't know what you you've heard of it. It's uh, it's uh, it's one of those books that that Bill Gates usually recommends in this summary that he publishes at the end of every year, usually among his you know most uh, memorable books that they he read during that particular year. That, that's how I found uh, about it, and it's and it's an astonishing reach. Fabulous. What's the best way? To stay motivated. I don't know. You tell me. Uh, I—that's uh, a question. I—I I figured for myself that if I have an early start, it somehow works. If I stay late in bed, uh, I get demotivated, and it really is difficult to, you know, make myself going. So, so yes, I, I actually hacked this for myself. I learned that if I have an early start, and by the time most of the other people actually start working, I already have something done. Um, it, it's something that at the you know accelerates me in the morning, and then uh, helps me throughout the day. So so that's my hack. All right then, if you have to choose between skydiving, bungee jumping, or scuba diving, which one would you choose? I have skydived, so it's easy. Nice. Do you do you have any regrets in life? I do. I do. Uh, <laughs> I think I was about. 
15 when I got an offer to go to the United States and to play soccer on university and, you know, get my scholarship paid because of, of the sport. And I don't know why I, I turned it down. Uh, I will never really know why. Uh, you know, it's difficult to get back in my head when I was 15, 16, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but um, I think my life would have been very different if I had uh, if I had accepted it. So it's a bit of shame. So yeah, and yeah, there, there are many little pieces like this. All right, of course. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? That's where I'm now, New York City. All right, that fabulous. What is something you could never seem to finish? I wish I had these questions. Like this one is a really good question. I wish I had that in advance. I don't know, but I think I. It's very difficult for me to think I've got all my like to-do list empty. Uh, so, I think if there's one quest that will remain a quest forever and will never be finished, it's sort of a quest for peace. <laughs> uh, quest for the you know for for that feeling that you you don't have to do anything everything has been done always feel like there's some there must be something left on the to-do list yeah i i totally agree if you could if you could switch lives with someone who would it be quite a few years ago i would have told you some you know some famous football player but i guess today i would tell you i would like to be a uh, a great actor not movie actor theater actor uh, but not just some theater actor, a good theater actor. Okay. Yeah, I totally agree with that. What takes a lot of time to master, but it's definitely worth it? You should really send these questions in advance because they are very interesting. Like, but um, it's really difficult to come up with a, with a meaningful response on the spot. I'll tell you what I'm learning now, and it's really difficult. <laughs> It really is. I'm trying to learn to speak slower. It's a hack. It if you if you manage to speak slower, you you know make your you, you make yourself you allow yourself to give your to give you give yourself like more time, and uh, your 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 voice has a different color and sound, and um, and you actually say different things because you have more time to think so um instead of trying to uh think more you hack it by slowing by speaking slower it's a uh, it's by the way a hack that's you know some actors use at the very beginnings of their careers uh, uh and it's extremely difficult to learn it um but i think if you very few people actually master their voice and there's a huge potential in in your voice and everyone's voice. Uh, people just don't know that they can work with their 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 voice. So, so that's something I've I've been recently trying to you know improve. And it's very difficult, but it's um, um, it's astonishing if you work for a few hours with a with a voice coach uh, how how your voice can actually sound after a few hours of professional trading and it's a completely different person. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's quite motivating, uh, but it, it's a long way, I guess. Yeah. 
I like that. That's a very that's a very u- unique and very useful tactic. I like it. Yep, I one of my personal, um, you know, personal passions is uh, is behavioral psychology and you know negotiation skills, and that's not only about content. Actually, content is only one fraction of the entire puzzle. Uh, the body language and the and the the, the the way you talk and the, the the tone of voice and the color of voice and intonation actually works wonders. You just have to know what you're doing, uh, and that's in you know in re- in real time. You have to know what you're doing, which is. Uh, uh, enormously difficult, but um, but um, I think once you master it, it even improves your life as a negotiator uh, in all aspects of life. Because you don't only negotiate in business; you negotiate with your wife. You know, so you negotiate all the time. Oh yes, absolutely. And yeah, that's actually all we have for this episode. It was great having you here, Yuri, talking about Aimful.io and the production of work and managing your time with business meetings and everything else. It's been amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime. And until next time, stay opinionated.